Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy, happy to be live on Podbean with 2,700 other reverends and priests. <laughs> I just said before we went live, I said I could scroll for days on this live, like just sitting on the live tab and not find anything except religious groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, I think Podbean got really popular during the pandemic um, to be used as a live platform for sermons. Oh, hell yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, makes total sense. Yeah. Um, surprised it didn't go on like Facebook Live or something like that, but. I'm uh, sure lots did. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love the platform. I did a lot of research on how to find a live podcast platform. And uh, this is by far the best one um, for the functions that we wanted. And Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, nobody else has hopped on it for that purpose <laughs> other than... Um, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Reverend Sam. <laughs> uh, hey, Wayne, did you go live last night with Everly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, uh, did. You guys had a viewer, right? A listener? Ryan. Ryan topped on. I'm like, okay, <laughs> someone's get a someone will get the notification and maybe we'll get a guest. <laughs> but... Um, Gabby was doing her mastermind uh, women's real estate mastermind last night and me and Everly were just <laughs> hanging out. A top fan was there. <laughs> Ryan's taking this seriously. Um, Everly and I were just hanging out and I was, um, I got a new boom arm for my, uh, for my microphone. So I was just hooking that up and setting it up and she was helping me out and, and she asked if she could do a podcast and I said, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, I could have just, you know, threw on, you know, um, a recording um app or something like that or or program and i'm like you want to go live and she goes yeah sure so she sat down in gabby's spot and i'm like what do you want to talk about and we talked for about eight or nine minutes about school and the different subjects that she's doing she <laughs> loved it um and i went live and uh sure enough uh ryan hopped on i know exactly why ryan hopped on one he's a top fan two he snuck in a couple hearts oh he snuck in a couple hearts, hearts in. <laughs> Because he wants to win again this month and get the top fan status for for engagement. Uh, <laughs> um, for those of you guys that uh, that weren't here yesterday or didn't hear about it, um, he won uh, a free month of mentorship. Uh, so um, I got your email, Ryan. I'm going to be looking at that here this morning, and uh, we're going to get started right away. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Kathleen said she didn't see the notif like she got the notification, but not until it was over. And that was the same with me. Everly came up after my call ended and um, she's like, I did a podcast with dad. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, we were live. And, and she said, and uh, Ryan was listening. And I was like, no way. And then all of a sudden on my phone, it's like, um, you're live on Podbean. And I clicked on it and it's like, it's over. And I was like, um, oh. A little delayed on the notification. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, quickly go through upcoming events. Uh, your, I, I mentioned your women's real estate investing mastermind, uh, that starts January 12th, uh, okay. girls only. Sorry, dudes. Um, that's a 12 month program. 
it's about 150 bucks a month, full access. Um, it's Gabby, you know, there's an accountability group in there. Um, really cool. Bi-weekly calls or bi-weekly masterminds um, with other like-minded. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> uh, yes. What else is there? Thank you for uh, for taking that one. You betcha. <laughs> I believe in I believe in it. Um, real estate investing cabin retreat. Uh, the next one is next one available uh, is February twenty fifth through twenty seventh. That's a three day real estate investing cabin retreat in Alberta Beach. Um, get to stay at a cabin with Gabby and I and a bunch of other ambitious real estate investors for three days. All accommodations, food and drink is all included. Um, really, really beautiful cabin uh, with a really nice fireplace and mm-hmm. um, on the on the lake. And uh, we talk about real estate investing, talk about what your goals are, and then we kind of reverse engineer what it is that you want. Not not like how many properties you want, like how what like what do you actually what do you why are you doing real estate? What what's it all for? Um, you know, I want to figure out what your dreams are, what your goals are, and then we'll figure out based on that we're going to reverse engineer it and develop a plan and use the the real estate investing strategies that complement it best and uh, with the resources that you have right now, and we'll figure out the best plan to get you there as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no more floating around. Time to start paddling. Annette just said it's the best. Jealous of everyone who is going to the next retreat. Yes, Annette and her husband came and they took full advantage of it. They really put the work in over the weekend. and It's an amazing. Yeah. And they're doing awesome things now. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, real estate education is one thing, but I've but I've always said like figure out what what you want to do, and then just take one course. Stop taking more and more and more courses, and stop saying, "Oh, I'll just add it to the tool belt." No, just just focus on one thing because like you, you spread yourself so thin, and you start taking all these different ideas, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and then it doesn't work out, so I'm gonna go try this, and I'm gonna go try this, and then four years later, you've got maybe one or two properties. And you're nowhere closer to your goal. So begin with the end in mind, figure it out what it is that you want most, mm-hmm. and then work from there or reverse engineer that and get you there as quickly as possible. So that's what we uh that's what I like doing. I'm I'm a big planner. I'm very, very, very intentional. Yeah. And um I like to help people kind of um put a, put all that together as well. Anyways, that's coming up February twenty fifth to twenty seventh. Um last night you missed it. Well, you, you caught the beginning of it, of uh, Wilson and Jess uh, Pabin's uh, webinar. Yes. Yeah. I had my mastermind call, so I couldn't stick around and watch. Yeah. So you saw the, they saw the first little bit, and then you had to go get ready for your mastermind. But um, they did a really amazing. Really amazing. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. They did a yeah. webinar on um, on the Edmonton real estate market. Um, I don't know if you, you heard them. Uh, they were guests on the show. Was it last week? I think so. Um, but they moved here. Uh, to Edmonton from Ontario. Um, to invest their money here. To that is the reason. <laughs> in, in real estate in Edmonton. Um, they'd already done some long distance um, investing. Um, and then they realized, you know what? Like, let's just go all in and let's be here because this is where we want to be. This is where we want to be building our business. And they did it. So, um, you know, they kind of shared um, how they did that. And then uh, on why the webinar was about why Edmonton is 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 the best. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm biased because I'm here. I got very lucky that this is the direction that I moved, and I just happened to start investing here. A lot of people just start investing in their own backyard, and just because of convenience, 
um, I was just very fortunate that the convenience happened to be the best market, in my opinion, in Canada. Yeah. Um, cash flow. Cash flow. Dollar dollar bills. I I love security. I love safety, and I love low risk. Yeah. I'm okay with taking risks, but they're calculated risks. Um, I take enough risks in my business, and and I. I I like I like the stability that Edmonton and Alberta provide with uh, uh, with their cash flowing properties. So, yeah. anyways, that was a really good webinar last night. Congrats, guys! Um, looking forward to your next one. I think they're January sixth. January sixth. Yeah, yeah. They already got it all updated <clears throat> on their social medias. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, they were at the last cabin retreat as well. Yeah, they were. Love them. Yeah, they're doing really <laughs> amazing things. Uh, you got motivated enough. people. Yes, they, they got the the drive. That's, that's for I sure. Love being around, I love being yeah. around other ambitious, not ambitious, just people who know what the fuck they want. And they literally have zero excuses. Like there's nothing holding them back. They're like, "Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, let's do it." Bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I threw him a couple tips. Um, we had a call the other day. Um, I threw him a couple tips and literally they implemented it that day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, that was fast. I know. Incredible. Yeah. Um, any other updates with you? Whatever happened with like those quarterly inspections? They all like, they're all ironed out now? Um, yeah, got them all done. Um, still working on some of the, um, paperwork behind it. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then what well, stems I, off I of that? I tossed a bunch on your, on your desk this week. Yeah. This, like yeah, this closing week. Closing and selling. And... Yeah. This week was very computer intensive and uh, yeah, I still have a lot to do. I, if you're following me on social media, you'll see that my, uh, whiteboard got updated yesterday. Time. Um, yeah, it had some old stuff on there that needed to be erased. And it also had a lot of stuff that, um, wasn't like urgent. So it's been sitting there for like a year. <laughs> Like contacting a company to get an invoice that they never sent us, which will need to be included in taxes. So it is becoming urgent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just stupid stuff. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I got it updated with like stuff that needs to happen this month. So um, it felt good to put it down on the whiteboard, but it also gave me a bit of anxiety about how much stuff has to get done. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <Ooh. laughs> yeah, but what I was going to say is stemming off of <coughs> the... Um, Morning shows, like, man, oh man, it's really hard to... As a dude to like to 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 clear your throat first thing in the morning and then go right on to a podcast and talk for an hour. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying not to to uh to cough so much on the podcast, but I'm so sorry, but like yeah, that was uh I interrupted. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was oh <laughs> wow. Stemming off of the quarterly inspections, uh, one of the other tasks that come with that is we always do partner updates for our joint venture partners. Oh, so right every time, yeah, every time we go through the property, we send an update on the property. Um, and our quarterly inspections this past year have kind of gotten off course, like they didn't all happen right when they were supposed to, <laughs> and some got delayed and all that kind of stuff. So um, we are due to give our partners some some good updates and stuff. So that'll be um, that's on my task list as well. Which do you want to do you want to dive into that a little bit further? Um, I didn't write that down as, as anything to speak about today, but that's a good point about like what do those emails look like and why do you do it every three months for the? Yeah, so um, our partners are pretty 
um, hands off. They're not looking for um, a whole bunch of updates from us. So the the quarterly updates are are more than enough for what they're looking for. Um, again, we don't we don't really have partnerships with active investors, so we don't have people who uh, you know really want to know everything that's going on. So on our end, I just have a really simple template. It it I created it in Excel. It literally has a picture of the property, the address, the information on um, what the strategy is on the property, whether it's a rent to own or a long term uh, rental, that type of thing. Um, It has the date on when the last quarterly inspection is. It has the date on when the current one that just happened and then the upcoming one when it's due. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, it lists kind of like any upcoming maintenance that's going to be required. So yeah. like, for instance, we have a property with a partner that's going to need the deck replaced. Um, right. so it'll kind of state that kind of stuff. And, um, then just the, like the update on the quarterly inspection. Oh, sorry. And also, and uh, repairs that happened in the last the, three months. Yeah. Repairs that have happened in the last three months. So that <laughs> will have hit the, um, the bank account. Yeah. And also when the current tenant's lease is up so that they know if there's a possible upcoming uh, tenant turnover, there might be a vacancy, that type of thing. Um, Yeah. And then in the kind of like notes section of it, I just state how like how it's going. Uh, Tenants are happy. They're, um, you know, have been. They were late a couple of days on the rent, but, you know, they've always been a fantastic tenant. So we didn't charge them the, the penalty or remove their rental discount. Or they've been late a couple times, and here's here's why, um, here's here's our strategy on this going forward. Hey, it's December first. Not a good time to be kicking out a rent-to-own tenant buyer um, and saying you're in default, right? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of work with them because this is an, this is actually an, an, a perfect example because we literally just had a rent-to-own time tenant buyer this month. Yeah. Who <clears throat> paid two days late. Paid, paid two days late. Did he let us know in advance? No. No. Did, what did he do? He waited until... Waited until he got the email saying your rent is late and the thing, the you're about to lose discount, your discount is about to be removed. Didn't even discuss you're going to lose your option to purchase the property, you dumb bugger. Hey, you just stop talking poorly about people. <laughs> I, I said dumb bugger. <laughs> that couldn't have been... That couldn't have... <laughs> do you not notice that... How, <laughs> How much I was holding back there? Yes. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but like if you're in a rent own program and you're trying to, you know, rebuild your credit and to buy this home, do you really think that's the best approach? He knows full well yeah. that like you miss a payment, you're in default and your option is is gone. Like you you lose the option to purchase a property. All of your, you know, your option credits are are void. How how could you be like? Yeah, the consequences are steep. Reached out a few days early instead of saying, "Hey, I get paid tonight. I'll send it to you after seven p.m." Yeah, two days later, you know, two days later, one day late, whatever it was. Yeah, you like that's dumb. I'm sorry. Life is full of decisions. I make I make good decisions. I make questionable decisions every day, but they're my decisions. That is the decision that he made. That is a dumb decision. He's taking advantage of it. But we also don't want to. You know, tell him that, hey, you're late again. Because this is, this is not the first time he's been late. No. We well, he had to... some, yeah, he had some <clears throat> uh, tough times during COVID. Yeah. Which we worked out with payment plans and stuff. So, you know, we, we let it go. There's no sense in adding, you know, removing the rental discount because he's just going to be unhappy and he's just going to move out, right? And we don't want that. Yeah, and he's, and he's been with us for three years. He keeps the place 
really nice. With our rental and tenants, we uh, still do inspections, but we do them biannually. So usually the big change of the seasons um, to make sure that, you know, that seasonal stuff is being taken care of. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyways, but uh, by him doing that, uh, you know, our joint venture partners have access to the joint checking account. Yeah. So we have a we have an account with them where they can see um, for that one there. It's because the joint venture partner is the one with the mortgage. So therefore the mortgage has to come out of an account with their name on it also, but we have to be able to access that account on a, you know, a day-to-day basis in order to, you know, make sure things are paid, you know, to manage the reserve fund that's in there. So Mm -hmm. we have a joint checking account with that joint venture partner. They can see that the rent did not go in on time. Yeah, right? if if they're looking, yeah. if they're looking, yeah. so I'm I'm not going to hide this from a joint venture nope. partner, you know, just to, to so they don't worry. We'll be honest with them, and in the joint venture updates, um, we'll update and say, hey, they were late again. <clears throat> uh, you'll and they'll probably be questioning why you know we didn't remove the rental discount. So we'll throw that in there in the notes and say that hey, here's the re- here's. We didn't charge them, you know, the, you didn't remove the rental discount, which is a $200 discount, which turns into a $200 late fee. Um, and here's the reasons why it's December 1st. We don't want to create any, um, hostility. We don't want him to do anything, um, crazy, like saying, screw you guys, I'm leaving and I want my money back. You know what I mean? Like what we don't want to poke the bear. If it were in the middle of summer, our odds would be a little bit better, but we don't want to poke the bear December 1st. Um, so we're letting them do it, which is, I hate it, but it's a, it's a little different than the normal tenants because it's rent to own buyer. Um, it's just messier and we want to see this guy succeed. We're doing everything we can, even though he's a dumb bugger. Sorry. We're literally doing everything we can to be accommodating, even though he's not doing the same for us. Um, but you know, we'll explain that in there and explain the risks of, you know, um, enforcing it. And here's why we're doing this decision. Here's our plan in the event that they do it again. And then what we'll do is we'll re- first things first, we'll remove the rental discount. Second, we will, you know, remove their option to purchase the property and then it'll turn into a rental property. Um, and then the, the rent will be $200 more because they've lost their on-time rental discount. What'll end up very likely happening is, is that, uh, they probably just won't continue on with it. They're probably going to abandon it because now, you know, they're paying $200 extra for rent and they don't have the option to purchase and they lost all their option credits. So they're just, you know, it's just, once you do that, it's just the relationship is done. Like yeah. it's just going to get hostile. And um, so that's why we've made the decision to do this. We're trying to salvage this, this deal. We're three years into it. It's almost done. Let's see if we can just see it through so that um, we can get the most out of it. And the, the, the best outcome for us is for this to succeed and for him to purchase it as planned. We don't want to be taking back this property and cleaning it and doing any repairs and then trying to find another tenant buyer again. I was just about to say, Wayne, you should not have turned this into a rent-to-own question because now we're going to get rent-to-own, or not questions, sorry, conversation, because now we're going to get rent-to-own questions. (laughs) That's totally fine. It could have, it totally, I don't don't mind having rent-to-own. I mean, I'm, I'm on the topic of being transparent with your joint venture partners, because if you start mm-hmm. hiding things or you don't update them enough, then, you know, either a, the, the person that you normally deal with is like, 
I never, I haven't heard anything. They told me they're going to contact me every three months. And, and how come the, you know, there's this payments and, and uh, it was late and I don't see a, a late payment. And they start questioning your, you know, your ability to, to do what you're supposed to do, right? Your responsibilities. Yeah. And also um, maybe it's their spouse, the spouse who's not really involved and they start asking questions. I thought they were supposed to do this or I thought they were supposed to do this. I was just being <laughs> gender fair there. Um, and, and, you know, and they start putting things, yeah, well, no, no, they're doing that. They're doing that. Well, they said they're going to do this. So I don't know. And then, you know what I mean? It just, you don't want that. Provide updates, give them what they need. Yeah. Justify it. Be transparent. If you do it properly, it actually shows that you're actually doing something. Because a lot of JV partners are like, well, if you're not properly managing it, then what are you doing every month? Well, here's all the things that we did. There's that toilet that needed to be repaired. Here's that fence that fell over because the next door, the, 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 they demolished the house and the chimney broke it. And I've been dealing with that for two years. Yeah, I earned, <laughs> I earned my 50% share, bud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just on that fence alone we talked about yesterday. Um, so you share all that stuff with them. And yeah, it sucks and they don't like hearing it. But at the same time, you're also showing that, hey, this is why I'm getting 50%. It's not just to collect e-transfers. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, so anyways. Um, Wilson asked here on the topic of rent-to-own, <clears throat> have you ever had a rent-to-own gone bad before? Yes. Yes, we have. Uh -huh. um, a woman decided uh, she didn't want to continue. Um, without thinking it through. <laughs> without, oh, God. It was beginning of pandemic. No, it was one month before pandemic started. Yeah, it was just before pandemic. And then pandemic uh, turned into an excuse for her to escalate things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the details of it because that whole deal was just, oh, man. I, the stories I could tell you, but then sometimes I have to keep some stories um, to ourselves because they're still under yeah it was never uh yeah that one was never really resolved, resolved. <laughs> so it could come back up. it's it's still in court and still going back and forth between lawyers we've been to court three times for that one twice at the rtdrs and once at provincial court anyways yeah it didn't work out uh basically what she said was that she was going to be moving to the states uh phoenix or something like that she was going to become um uh, uh she had a job lined up there um, she hadn't been working for the last little while and, uh, she's going to take that job there. And she said either a, you know, I'm just going to end this. I don't want to buy it anymore. Or B, if you're okay with it, I'm just going to rent it out. And with rent own from the States, from the, and, yeah, from uneducated, the States, uneducated. <laughs> and to be honest, if you're listening, uh, which I hope she doesn't listen, she's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, <laughs> Just the problems that we had with her after she moved in, we just realized, okay, this, <laughs> I did, um, I'm a pretty decent judge of character, but there's, there's some stuff going on there. Um, questionable decisions. Anyways, um, I was, there's no subletting in, in our rent home program. And I don't think you should ever allow someone to, to sublet or to rent out the basement because you want to have total control of who's who's actually renting it. You qualified this person. Um, do you think that they're going to screen tenants properly? Yeah. Right? And if she's okay with walking away from it, um, when things go sideways with her shitty tenant placement and she's in 
Tallahassee or wherever the heck she was going. Um, do you think she's going to be dealing with the tenants that's that's trashing the place or not paying rent? So when the tenant doesn't pay her rent, do you think she's, she's still going to pay, pay the payment? <laughs> and so how am I going to serve her in the States? No, I said, absolutely not. Got all hostile. Um, she started demanding money back. I'm like, you're the one that chose not to continue. Um, she didn't have a whole lot in anyways. And uh, yeah, so she hired a lawyer and lawyer contacted our lawyer and went to court and then it got dismissed in the RTDRS because they said it has to go to provincial court. And then provincial court said, no, no, definitely this needs to be heard. Um, the option, they, they threw out the option portion of it, the rental portion of it. And they said for the rental portion, for what she owes, you got to go back to the RTDRS. Went back to the RTRS and they said, no, we're not looking at this. I don't care if it was thrown out. You got to go back to provincial court. So that is where we're at right now. That was a long time ago now. That like was about it a year and a half seems ago. like it's dead, but. <clears throat> For the amount of money to, to go after her and I don't even know where she is. I said, you know what? I, I can if I ever want to. But uh, I've been saying it a lot lately. $20 problems. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. Not interested in $20 problems. Unless for some reason. I don't know. I, I free up a ton of time and I get bored. Um, Readdress all those uh, looming court cases. Yeah. I got it. There's a couple. I got I got a few that I can go and chase if I really want to. But I feel like I can make a lot more, um, you know, doing a flip than, than trying to chase people for money that they don't have. Um, What's the saying that uh, you haven't really made it until um, you're being sued or something like that? Like, obviously para one, paraphrasing but, but i'm gonna get that one on my chest <laughs> tattoo yeah i'm gonna flash that in mexico <laughs> <sighs> yeah uh rent own can be very good but you know yeah. we just talked about two examples of how it can be stressful nobody ever tells the good stories i think it's far less stressful than a tenant <laughs> Oh, you know what? They're quiet. They take care of the place. They pay for their own repairs. Yeah, they, you're right. Um, love where they are living and respected. And <laughs> yeah, I wasn't planning on going down the road, the, the rent own uh, rabbit hole. Um, I, I'm I'm planning on having Barry McGuire back on the show here pretty soon, and I think we should kind of get into rent own a little bit. Everybody always wants agreement for sale because they want to buy properties for zero money down with no financing. Um, the big gimmick, but um, rent own, I. We did it for a, a little while there. Um, I really liked it because you get good rent, right? You, you charge, you know, full amount for rent. And as well, you get an option payment every month, which 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 is a higher cash flow. And uh, I mean, what it is essentially is you get your profits ahead of time every month, yeah. right? So you get an extra payment towards what they owe you for the purchase. Um, you get that every month, which is more money in your pocket, which is more liquidity. And I love it. Um, the tenants take care of all repairs and maintenance. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. They treat it like their own. Yeah. Also, you have no vacancies. Because mm -hmm. normally with a rental property, you know, the kind of tenants that we had in the last 12 months, I mean, just I, I, I fully expect this next spring and summer, we're going to have like at, at least 10 to 15 vacancies. Yeah, we this year, we've been on a bad tenant run. Yeah. Um, so I'm fully, you know, I, I, I like the rent own uh, tenant buyers because 
they treat it like their own. They they stay longer because they're buying, st- it. They're buying <laughs> it, right? And um, and you don't have to quote unquote threaten or deter them from making bad decisions um, with late penalties. You can threaten to be like, hey, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you don't get to buy the house. Yeah. And you don't they don't wave your finger like that, but that's that's the looming you know yeah threat for them to. Yeah, should I make my car payment or should I make the payment to these guys? Um, If I don't make this payment, then I'm going to lose everything that I've built. So it's that's a it's a good incentive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so maybe we'll talk about rent own here in the in in the near future. Um, It's it rent own is is best in um, is is best in rising markets um, because what you want to do is you want to when you sell the when you choose a, a purchase price for the tenant buyer, you're not choosing today's price, you're choosing a future price. And that depends on how long until, uh, how long the term is, how long, like if it's a three year term, yeah. you will add um, a bit of appreciation um, per year for that service. Mm-hmm. Um, historically in the past, it could be anywhere from two to 3% per year. You know, that's, that's normal appreciation rate for, for Canada. I mean, not lately in Alberta, um, but that's the normal one. Anywhere else in Canada right now, I mean, heck, you could probably do four or five percent because your markets are all, you know, rising so quickly. And uh, you can put it, say, you put a an appreciation factor of two um, percent on a four hundred thousand dollar house. That means that you are um, for every year, it's approximately eight thousand dollars more. So if you did a one year rent to own. Um, you would you would have their option price for four hundred eight thousand. It means you're going to guarantee make eight thousand dollars in appreciation. Um, now, if it goes up to four hundred twelve, that's the tenant buyer's um, um, bonus. Yeah. So it's a, a bit of a, a bit of a win win, but it works. Like I said, it works best in rising markets because you can put those appreciation um, uh, put that appreciation in there and know that the market will actually rise when you're in a flat market, like Alberta has been for the last 10 to 15 years, you put an eight, you put an $8,000 appreciation on there and it's still worth $400,000 in five years. Well, they're going to be like, I'm not paying $440,000 for this property when it's worth 400, right? Mm-hmm. The bank won't even qualify them on it. Yeah. The bank's going to run an appraisal and say, it's only worth 400. So we're only going to give you a mortgage based on that. So it, it makes it a little more difficult um, to add that in. But I love the element of, I love the fact that there's no repairs and maintenance and no vacancies. Yeah. Because that chews into your cash flow a lot. Yeah. With tenants moving every year or two years, you know, you're going to have a rent payment that you're going to need to cover every year, say 1500 bucks or $2,000. Um, you're saving that right there. You're saving $500 a year in repairs and maintenance. Just normal you know, stuff, homeowner, property owner stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so it can actually, I, I like it. I like the security of it. I like the, the fact that I don't have to go and run down and deal with stuff. Yeah. They deal with it themselves. Yeah. They take care of air filters. Jesus, do you have any idea how fur- how much furnace filters cost these days? <laughs> Especially in the newer properties, which are most of our uh, rent to own. It's like, yeah. Christ. <laughs> how much are we paying for furnace filters every three months? Yeah. Yeah, That's de- a question. Depends on the, 20, depends on the filter. Bucks? I mean, you can get the one inch ones for really cheap. You can get them for a three pack for 15 bucks. But the, yeah, w- the bigger ones are like 40. 
<clears throat> and most of them, they are the bigger ones these days. Yeah, the, on the newer houses for sure, or newer furnaces. Forty yeah. bucks. That's one hundred sixty bucks a year. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, um, I, I did mention earlier, so we do biannual inspections instead of quarterly inspections. Um, yeah, every six months. And I usually do it around the change of the season. So they check in on the humidifiers and the, all that kind of stuff to make sure that they've been, uh, keeping those updated with the season. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to send a message out to, uh, Mr. Barry McGuire here and see if maybe he can come on next week. Yeah. Yeah, so Wilson also said find a filter manufacturer. You can get nice prices on those. Yeah, so we what we actually just started doing is we have a really great relationship with our um, furnace and duct cleaning guy, and um, he has offered us um, his pricing on filters. So he, we're buying them in, in boxes of filters now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have like – I have one-inch filters coming out of – our wazoo in the garage right now because they come in huge packs. It'll be yours, not mine. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the other ones, because they're bigger, it's usually like four or five per box. So run out of those pretty quickly. But yeah, I'm going to put in another order here coming up because, yeah, we just kind of drained our stock last mm. week. Yeah, it's pretty sweet that he's able to help us out with that. Yeah. Hey, um, we're halfway into the show and like my coffee, I got a little bit left and it's like cold. Like I legit, I'm like, I'm really, I, I really want another coffee right now. (laughs) I wish I had like a microwave or like an extra pot of coffee behind me. I mean, I should bring a Keurig down here. I should bring a Keurig down here and you can listen to the Keurig (laughs) or the Nespresso going in the background. Also one of those uh, heated cups. Oh, yes. (laughs) You're. You're going Christmas shopping for me today, aren't you? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make this, yeah, easy. I'm no, make this for, easy on you. For Everly to buy you something. I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure she's not going to buy you. What are they, like 200 bucks? I, I think I need it for the morning show because my coffee gets way <laughs> too cold too quickly. And I'm halfway through the show now. I got nothing to sip other than cold water. <laughs> so uh, just throwing it out there, big hint. And uh, you know what? I think that uh, on the topic of coffee, why don't we, uh, why don't we give away a coffee today? Because we always forget. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. we've been really bad lately on our giveaways. <clears throat> well, no one's calling in. So yeah. um, call in if you want to ask more about rent-to-owns or about quarterly inspections. If you... I got a couple of messages um, <clears throat> yesterday about um, the first of the month checklist. So people were interested in that, wanting to know more. First of the month checklist. Yeah. We talked about it briefly. Right, 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 And right, I posted uh, all my stories about it too, so yeah. Oh, hello? Wilson, are you there? Good morning. Can you guys hear me? Good morning, Wilson, yes. Wilson's another guy that has a, has a voice for radio. Yeah, such a smooth voice. <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to 99.5. When you hear your The river. <laughs> What's up, Wilson? Ah, not much. I just wanted to um, ask you guys. Did you just take a selfie? I, my phone. When you tap it three times in the back, it actually takes a screenshot. So <laughs> it's in the morning, okay? Morning selfies, okay. <laughs> Caught you in the act. Sorry about that. Go ahead. So in the quarterly inspections, um, if you guys walk into a property, into a unit, and it smells like, like weed, like they've been smoking there, how can you really prove that? If the tenants keep saying, no, we're actually, we smoke outside. How do you guys mm. deal with that? 
Yeah, you have to be able to have evidence, um, unfortunately. But one thing to say on that is that like the smell of marijuana like sticks to everything. So yeah. if if they're outside smoking and they come in, like it's just going to reek wherever they go. So I wouldn't jump to conclusions and I would definitely make sure that you can find evidence before acting on that because yeah, like marijuana is stinky, like yeah. really stinky. Even if it's by like an like even relatively close to an open window, like it's going to go everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, so that's a tough one. I'd say like 100% you need to have evidence. We have a follow-up inspection today um, on a unit that we couldn't get into. And uh, that's one of the things I noticed a smell when I was in the basement suite in the common area of the basement suite, I could smell the upstairs suite and I'm like, Oh no, that's, I could just, I could smell the, the, the marijuana. I could smell, smells like cigarettes, marijuana, and like a recycling container full of, Beer of, bottles. Of beer bottles. That's what it smells like. And I'm like, oh no, I'm just not looking forward to, to finding out what's going on in there. Um, this is our first inspection with this tenant and he's been great for paying rent, but um, yeah, uh, there's, yeah, there's, you have to find evidence, which is, which is very, very, very difficult. Um, you know, I'd highly recommend just maybe a quick little reminder, you know, email to all of your tenants, send out a general email to everyone. Hey, just a reminder. Um, we found evidence of, um, uh, a, a few tenants, you know, smoking marijuana within the suites, please, uh, reference, please remember and reference, you know, section this and clause this of your lease agreement that says no smoking marijuana, you know, within the premises. Also, please avoid smoking, um, near in the exterior near, you know, open windows, um, or near the air intake, as <clears throat> Courtney just said, if they're smoking near the air intake, that will also bring it through the property. Um, you guys still need to provide evidence if when they move out, you want to use the damage deposit to say, I don't know, paint the walls again. Uh, well, painting the walls is going to be like to get rid of the smell. Yeah. To get rid of the smell. Yeah. It's, it's hard to take a picture of smell. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one because what, what we, what we normally use for smells, um, ozone generator is an ozone generator. We bought an ozone generator off Amazon. It's about 200 bucks. And it, and it does about one room at a time. And are you familiar with ozone generators? Never heard of them. Um, oh, I should I should Google it real fast before I try and explain it. But basically, <laughs> they um, it releases ozone into the room. It's a it's a weird thing. Just Google it. And basically, it kills all the oxygen particles and it, it like and suffocates, it, right? It suffocates the oxygen in the room and replaces it with with something called ozone. Yeah. Okay. And okay. it gets rid and, and the uh, it gets rid of the smells, uh, the oxygen particles in there. It gets rid of the smells, um, and it replaces. And then basically, you do that for about four hours. You turn that machine on. Make sure you get all the pets out of there, um, and no one's in there. It's very difficult to breathe in there. Um, so just don't have a cat left behind in there. Um, and you leave that machine on, and then about four hours later, it'll turn off by itself. You open up the door. Just wait a few minutes for the oxygen to kind of flow back in. And it should get rid of the smells. So long as they're not sticky smells. Um, if someone's been smoking and it can get into the fabrics of carpets, it can get into the fabrics of um, uh, couches. Uh, it can get or into like the walls. pet urine that's seeped down into you, like the 
yeah. floor underneath the carpet and it, stuff. Yeah. It gets rid of the smells in the air. It doesn't get rid of the small smells in like fabrics and, and the walls. So um, next step would be washing the walls. And then lastly, and a fresh coat of paint. But it would be a tough argument to make uh, at the RTDRS that I had to repaint the whole place because it stank. Yeah. Um, but but one thing that you could do proactively is, like Wayne said, sending out those email reminders or if or even during the inspection, you know, you walked in, it smelled like marijuana. They're saying, no, 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 we're not smoking outside. Um, maybe an email saying or we are smoking outside. Sorry. Maybe an email saying that, like, it was noted that there was a strong smell of marijuana in the suite. We discussed that you are not, in fact, smoking in the suite, but please ensure yes. that you're not smoking near any windows or near the intake vent or that type of thing, because these smells will cause whatever, like however you want to word it. Then you have email evidence that they've admitted to, they've it. Admitted to it and that the suite does stink like marijuana. And then you have something to lean back on if it comes down to that at the end of their tenancy. Do you know what I mean? There's a paper trail. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, any, anytime in a situation like that, we're always trying to get something in email that gets them to admit it yeah. so that we can use that as evidence. All documentation is always through email for that, for that reason. And, um, and sometimes you have to word it in a certain way in order to get a response from them. Yeah. To say, I told you that it was because I was doing this outside. It's, I wasn't smoking inside. I told you it's because I'm smoking outside the window. It's not my fault. Yeah. Or, Perfect. But Thank even, you for letting me know. Yeah. <laughs> but like even, yeah. Yeah. But even writing on the inspection that like whatever, if, if you walk in in the whatever, maybe it's a specific room or if it's all rooms, write down smells like marijuana. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they're also signing the inspection report, whether or not they smoked inside or not. It's just stating on the quarterly inspection that it smells like marijuana inside. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Um, yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. And uh, are you Timmy's guy or a Starbucks guy? Uh, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. He fancy. He fancy. <laughs> you just got yourself a coffee. my wife. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good one. And have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Bye. Zakaya wants to call in as well. Um, a guy? What? Did you say a guy? Oh, Zakaya. <laughs> I said there's a, a guy that wants to call in. I, <laughs> so a guy is here. <laughs> Hi, Zakaya. How are you guys doing? The good. guy. The guy right. wants to call in. That's awesome. So um, I've been kind of thinking on this the last little week, going back and forth with my parents, and uh, I just want to pick your guys' brain as well as everybody else that's um, on here with us. So the situation at hand is uh, my parents are wanting to sell their little investment property that uh, they've had for the last probably 10 or so years. The house is absolute dog shit. Um, excuse my language. <laughs> it's okay. I set the standard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my dad bought it pretty much for land. At the, at the time, it was a double lot that had this little crack house on it. And so my dad bought it, you know, going to uh, subdivide it and build two new spec homes. Um, but just the cards weren't in his hand for the last 10 or so years. And um, the house is starting to kind of like cave in on itself. Um, even though you can't see it from the inside. Um, so they just finished getting the subdivision approval 
uh, and everything done. Um, but the only thing that's of issue right now is the surveyors keep saying that the plan isn't assigned, like the plan numbers aren't assigned to the individual plots of land um, because they don't have their own land titles yet. It's still going through the registration process, but it's going to be probably another six weeks and my dad really wants this gone. So we've had a discussion. We have the price that's set. It's actually very, very uh, reasonable for what's being up <clears throat> for what's being offered. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to wholesale it. Now, the only thing at hand is it's in a small town called Carstairs. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. sure if anybody's familiar with it, but it's about 45 minutes outside Calgary. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a great area, but I just wanted to see if there's anything that could be done on my end, or if there's like, uh, title insurance that could be put on there for, you know, any, any buyer that wants to buy it just cause my dad wants to sell it and he's kind of getting impatient. Um, and he doesn't really want to wait the the time it's going to take to get the land titles kind of cleared all up. But, you know, I've been telling them, Hey, you might have to wait, but I mean, obviously you guys know all of this stuff much better than I do. So if you've ever ran into an instance with this, I mean, I'd love your, uh, your help. and I'd love your opinions on the situation. So what is the holdup right now? Is it, is it the rezoning and, and having two separate titles? Like is, is is it the the split of it or is it land titles office because they're behind by eight weeks? Yeah, it's the land title office. They just haven't given the new plots of land um, their new individual titles yet. So if I were to sell it, there wouldn't be a land title for that property. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, yeah. worst comes to worst, like there could just be a lot of hiccups. So um, for an investor buyer, like it could just be a a monster headache by chance. So I was just, you know, I'm not really sure what, what, um, can be done right now. Do you have documentation that it's been approved for the, um, for the separation? Yeah. Yeah. It, that the, uh, the actual subdivision part is all good. Yeah. Um, and that's been all, you know, done by the surveyors, but yeah, okay. really it's just the title. And so you have documentation that it's also been submitted to land titles office as well. Yeah. For, by your lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Then shouldn't I don't see any issues. I see it as a I see it as a complicated deal, but yeah. um I think that it's, it's this is a little different because there's been a lot of people that have been dealing with um land titles. Uh there's been a lot of people that have been dealing with land titles um being delayed like I bought a property um, and sold the property and it's still in my original seller's name. And there's just a huge lineup of, you know, transactions that are looking to, you know, that are, that are waiting to be made in land titles. Are you trying to sell both titles separately or as a package? Well, yeah, it's, uh, preferably, um, both plots of land, like both plots of land are for av available. Um, but it's more so just the one with the house on it. Like mm -hmm. the, the bare lot is, is like an added bonus if somebody's interested. Um, but if you could still sell it like with the title not being 
for surely complete. Like, do I need to get title insurance for that or? I'm not sure if title insurance would cover it, but that'd be, that was, as soon as you said, it, I'm like, that makes total sense. So if you talk to a lawyer about something like this, um, I'm fairly certain. See, if, what I'm trying to get my head around is, are you trying to sell the original title or are you trying to sell a title that does not exist yet? <laughs> title that does not um, exist. Yeah, it might be a little difficult because you don't, I mean, you're selling something that hasn't technically been done. Come to fruition um, yet, yeah. But I, I feel like if you're if you're selling the the two subdivided lots, then you can sell the existing title um, or the previous title right now, and then just show all the documentation that it, it has been subdivided, which justifies your cost, and you can advertise it as a subdivided lot, and then just show the 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 trans uh, you know the paperwork that shows that it's been approved, the paperwork that shows that it's been submitted to the land titles office. Um, and, and then they have it, they, then they know that, okay, what I'm actually buying is two subdivided lots. Yeah. So that's if they're being sold together. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only way you're going to be able to get away with that. And then title insurance would be necessary for that. I, other than that, I mean, talk to a lawyer for sure. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of trying to sell a subdivided lot before it's actually been established, uh, or been, yeah, uh, it might be difficult. been given a title. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think like, I, I bet you that it's not impossible though. Like, I think. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm sure for there's sure. some way around it, but it might, yeah, be you're something in the form of title insurance. You're telling me against the grain, Wayne has never done this before. <laughs> I've never done an, I've never dealt with subdivision. To be, thank you, by the way, for calling me that. It's gonna stick. Hey, no problem. It's gonna stick more than that marijuana and that sweet. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> um I've never dealt with subdivision. I've, I've never. You know, truthfully, uh, I was very interested in the few, in the in the beginning uh, when I was getting started, but there wasn't enough people that were savvy enough that I could have spoken to about it. So I just never did it. I just stuck with what I was doing, and I got really good at agreement for sales and then and creative financing, and I just stuck with what I was good at and, and just stayed focused to that. Um, subdivision is is a pretty cool thing. Um, I think that there's some money to be made there, but if you don't understand um, how to evaluate land values. If you don't understand the cost of building, you know, and developing new houses, um, skinny houses or, you know, whichever, mm-hmm. you need to be able to propose, you need to be able to present all that stuff in a, in a presentation, you know, if you're going to be selling it or if you're going to be building it. And I just, I, I wasn't able to find anyone who was that savvy. So, and to this date, um, I can only name maybe one or two people and I don't even know if they're really actively doing it. Um, so maybe you become that big player and then I can reference you when people ask. Go Zakaya. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, the fact that you mentioned this and we spent more than, you know, five, 10 minutes talking about it, someone, there's a savvy investor probably listening, maybe not live, but maybe later today or tomorrow that are like, Oh, I a hundred percent want that. I think it's, if it's a good enough deal, then a savvy investor would be willing to, to jump through the, the hoops in order to get this done and make sure that they get it before, you know, within the next six weeks so that you don't have a fully subdivided, you know, two titles to sell and they're going to miss out on that opportunity. So, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. That's totally understandable. Um, and, uh, and good on you for sneaking in a, you know, a new upcoming deal on the podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that that wasn't like an intentional quick plug, but I just <laughs> I had nobody else to talk. Like everybody else I've asked, they're like, I have no idea. Um, yeah. And so it's just kind of like 
dead in the water. And I just, I don't like that feeling of being like, well, now what do I do? So yeah. I was like, hey, call Wayne, call Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank you so much. That's that's that's. That's really good. And I'm actually really interested to hear. Yeah, know, we'll, if, yeah we'll, we'll want to follow up on that. You'll have to call in again and let us know what happens yeah. and how it goes. Yeah, I'd love to. to. If you talk to a lawyer about that, and yeah, please just let me know because I'm, I'm quite interested in that. I've never heard of anyone um, uh, coming across that. On the topic of, um, of talking about deals, this is actually something that we've been meaning to talk about. Um, and we're going to be implementing here in the next little while. But uh, for anyone that has a deal with, for wholesalers, um, mostly for wholesalers, if you have a deal under contract and you want to share it on the show, we get, how many downloads are we get right now? Anywhere like from five or 600? Five or 600 a day. Um, we got real estate investors all across the country listening to this. And it just keeps growing every month more and more and more and more. So if you're interested, in, if anyone's interested in the future and they want to um, do, a pitch. do a deal pitch on the show, um, we're probably going to be doing it for a small fee. Um, but I mean, heck to be able to get in front of 500 to 600, you know, yeah. investors, um, it's a huge value there and it gives you an opportunity to present it, you know, through, through voice and not just through pictures on some Facebook group that someone may or may not see. Yeah. So that's coming like up in the that. future as well. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. we can talk more about that in the future if you ever got a deal, cause I know you're doing lots of stuff, uh, out in Calgary there. Yeah, we're working. We're working. You know, we're always busy. Yes. Okay, buddy. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Everybody have an amazing day, okay? Make somebody else's day awesome as well. All right. Thank you guys so much. Later, buddy. You know what we didn't talk about? What? Anything I wrote on my my notepad today. So you know what that means? I love that. That means I got something for Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... Good on Zakaya for adding that little thing there in the end. That's that's, that's yeah. something I think we need to really focus on a lot more. Is is, is just making sure that uh, everyone's staying positive. Um, that's a good way to start the day. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to start the day. Going out and, the, and your first interaction should be like that with people because yeah. it's like we've talked about in the past. It's it's infectious. Um, Hell yeah! Pretty interesting stuff he's got going on too with that uh, subdivision. Yeah. Um. Before that, we were talking about sticky, sticky marijuana smells. <laughs> uh, did I get off topic? I feel like I had a couple notes here. No, I think I think we had a good flow there. Mm-hmm. Went well. We we went right from Wilson to Zakaya, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I had a couple notes here, and I just wasn't sure if I I ended everything mm-hmm. that we were talking about. Um, congrats to uh, to Wilson on, on winning the coffee. Um, oh, hey, speaking of winning things, um, obviously, we talked about Ryan winning the, the free uh, one month of mentorship. Um, I'll just quickly go through what that actually means. So um, the mentorship that I do, the program that I do um, is a six month mentorship program. I don't talk about it too much because I'm very picky on who I'm willing to do it with um, because it consumes a shit ton of my time. Yes. A shit ton. Yeah. I get a lot of message every day from people just asking questions and I try, you know, I give out my, my cell phone number and actually, you know, during the show, I've actually gotten three text messages on my oh, cell phone number. Um, no, from, from people who have reached oh, out and just texted, yes. um, from because if notes. you look in the, in the podcast here, in the notes, my, my cell phone number's there. Uh, it's a separate cell phone number. Um, but, uh, you know, anytime you got any questions about real estate or you just need a kick in the ass, just send me a text and I will answer your question. So long as it's a, it's a question. It's not a, you know, um, 
something that's going to turn into a, a 45 minute texting conversation. Um, so I give that away. So I, between that and my mentees, I'm, I'm very, very, very busy every day. My phone's always buzzing. You see it. I do. Um, <clears throat> the mentorship, what it is, is it is a one-on-one handholding, like literally. And I'll only do this with people who have been to our, our retreat. Because I need to spend I need to spend three days with this person before I can actually really figure out what it is that they want. Yeah. The mentorship is just a hand holding after that. So once you've got your roadmap, once you've figured out what it is that you want to do, then I will hold you accountable to that. Yeah. But if you're just telling me, hey, I want a hundred houses and you're not gonna tell me why, you're never gonna do it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you have to you have to be clear and intentional on what it is that you want. So I'm very, very picky with people that I mentor. And and so Ryan, I gave him one free month of mentorship um, because like he's here every day. He's yeah. serious about it. He's engaging. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I know that he's, that he's serious. I'm willing to spend that time. Um, mentorship every month, what it is, is it is two uh, biweekly. <laughs> what's up? Annette, they offer business and marriage mentoring. <laughs> it's yeah. not just about real estate. We had estate. a great call with Annette and... Uh, Bradley the other night. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll get into that. We have a few minutes left and we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, but um, uh, the mentorship is is two calls, video calls every month. So every every two weeks we have a call. And then that is, those calls are, are focused on, are you on track with, you know, your roadmap? Are you having difficulties, um, you know, communicating with your spouse about this? Hey, they're supposed to be dealing with this. I'm supposed to be dealing with this. They're holding me back on this. This person's not doing this. Um, that's the kind of day-to-day stuff that you can really get held back with. And, uh, and it, it kind of, it discourages you, right? Mm-hmm. You get all excited about something and then one of them, you know, one of the spouses isn't doing what they're supposed to do or they're not as excited. So you really need to define your roles and, and figure out how to move forward with that. Uh, on top of that, it's unlimited texts and emails, unlimited. So literally you can text me all day with questions. You want to ask, Hey, can I sell? Uh, a subdivided lot that doesn't have titles established yet? <laughs> well, that one's a little bit of a longer question. <laughs> I can give you a yes or a no answer, but I like to I like to be thorough. Um, hey, you know, I can't get any more mortgages. Who should I call? Bam, I'll give you that number. Bam, I'll give you that number. It's 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 unlimited because if there's anything, there's some back, yeah. stupid little thing, and it's normally something stupid that's holding you back because you don't know, I want to be able to answer that so you can move forward immediately. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and so Ryan's got full access to that for a month there, which I'm super excited about because um, in that first call with Ryan, I really want to find out um, how hard he wants me to push him. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, that's part of the mentorship as well. You need to tell me how hard you want me to push. Because if you tell me, hey, push me as hard as possible, I want to become the best, fuck me, I'm going to push you. <laughs> you're you're going to operate on my level. And, uh, and sometimes it can be a little intense because um, there's no excuses. Or if someone just says, hey, I just need someone to hold me accountable and just to message me every day. Or if I got a question, you know, I need to, I need to be able to answer it so I, it doesn't hold me back. But um, don't be an asshole. Okay, cool. And we've established that. So yeah. I'm excited to find out where Ryan's at after our first call um, to see how hard he wants to be pushed. Because I'll push him because I know it's only a month. I'm going to go... I'm going to go as much as I can. Full throttle? I'm going to go full throttle just to make sure I just, he gets a full-fledged kick in the ass just to make sure that there's a little bit of momentum. So after we stop after 30 days, he's still got some momentum. And he's still flying after that kick. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's pretty exciting. But um, if, if you guys are interested, 
we we announced it was it yesterday about uh the top fan and and the winning oh everyone. yes yeah we announced it yesterday that uh, um, a couple days ago now yeah maybe it was a couple days ago <laughs> we announced that uh for every month the top fan of the month so that is the the the, the listener who listens live who engages the most there's um there's a chart here that tells us who's got the most engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the month, whoever has the most wins one month of free mentorship. Yeah. Which Pretty includes all the things awesome. I just explained. Yeah. Um, that also includes any access to any of our documents and contracts as well. Yeah. Which we've, we've, we don't think it's it's much, but it's a lot. Yeah. And we've paid for those documents. Yes. <laughs> well, lots I've created on my own too, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, any any of these documents that we talk about on the morning show, um, full access to that. And uh, and yeah, and as well, you have access to Gabrielle as well. It's not just me because- Oh, whoa, whoa. Gabrielle, who's that? You called me Wayne the other day. <laughs> so you're busting out the full name. Okay, got it. All right, Gabby. <laughs> um, yeah, so full access to that as well. So Gabby's got a bunch of resources and also she also just has a different, um, approach. Uh, <laughs> I'm just way of looking guy. things, way of looking at things. <laughs> wow. You are not finishing my sentence. It's good. These days. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as it is right now, I'll tell you who it is. Um, we are on December 3rd today. Yep. Current, uh, leader, Gabby Hillier. <laughs> <laughs> Joining your Gabby. fan club really gave me a big boost. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby's engaging because she's trying to she's trying to boost the show's engagement because yes. it gets better search rankings. So she's while she's uh, that's why I'm participating. She's participating <laughs> and sharing and doing all this engagement stuff because it's it just helps our show grow in the rankings, which we're we're climbing pretty quickly. There, we'll we'll be in the top ten, top twenty, probably in the next couple of months. Yeah. We got a lot of um, churches that have been on this for two years <laughs> that have built up a big following, but uh, in second place. Uh, Kathleen Taylor. Yes. Yeah. She's just sent the claps. Yes. Um, so how do you how do you earn engagement in order to 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 play along uh, with this contest? Yeah. So you got to hit the little hearts, the little countdown hearts on the bottom right corner. Send those every three hundred seconds. Uh, you can share the show onto social media, LinkedIn, uh, which... Twitter, and and Facebook. Facebook. It allows you to share it. Yeah. Um, and you, and if you feel so inclined, you can also send gifts, but, um, you need to buy pod, uh, pod beans. Is uh, that how, what about, called? how about calling in as well? Calling in is engagement as well. So if you call in, it also adds more. Oh, um, nice. so by calling in, by hitting the, the hearts, by sharing, sharing it on social media, yeah. um, it increases the, the engagement, your hearts. And then, uh, at the end of the month, whoever has the most gets a free month of mentorship. And I'm, yeah. I'm, and if you really want to like go hard, you can join. You can become a, a fan of Wayne. Join Wayne's fan club. You do not need to need to pay six ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, it's a boost, yeah. But you do not need to pay six ninety nine. Good um, morning, Tony. How many hearts do I get now? I have I don't no know. idea. I'm still trying to figure it out. But thanks yeah, for. <laughs> gonna... I don't want to hold you. We're already at a couple minutes after seven, but I figured I would. Uh... Steal some hearts. Oh, you're just That's trying to boost yourself. Show. Hey, hey. <laughs> thanks hey, for you the know call. What? And, and since I got you, when are you booking your call? Ooh, oh, putting on the spot. Soon. Very soon. Yeah, it's your life, man. You're just wasting time. <laughs> I'm building up questions. <laughs> you better be. You better have a kick-ass list of questions. <laughs> I do. And, and when you book that call, when you book that call, so, so Tony won uh, a, a free call here. Uh, 
it seems like a while ago. Uh, with you and ago, Ambrose, yeah. is that the call? Oh yeah, it was with me with me and Ambrose on the Ambrose call on the Ambrose show. Um, the Ambrose show. <laughs> the show with that Ambrose, Ambrose was on. <laughs> yeah, um, is that the right French? Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what was I going to say? Um, it was, oh, so when you're booking the call on the app, um, there's a section for notes to uh, to add notes about what you want to talk about. So make sure you put those in the notes ahead of time. That way, you don't just like throw me a bunch of questions about permitting and stuff or, 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 <laughs> or, uh, building code regulations <laughs> and that I don't have them on hand. So make sure you, um, you, you add all your questions in there ahead of time. So I can, I can take a quick peek an hour before to make sure I'm prepared for you. Absolutely. And if you end up winning multiple calls, can you join them together and say, have a two hour call or Ooh. an afternoon? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah why absolutely. Not? I don't see any reason why not. You just that book it in the app. So if there's to do that. You're just trying to win You're trying- more. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you, you can also you can also book coaching calls and pay for them as well on the app. Um, that's an option as well. If anybody else is looking for, to get any questions answered that can't be answered in a in a in a two minute text, um, you know, you can go on ca- the Calendly app, and there is an option to book coaching calls as well. Yeah. Um, but again, make sure that you're ready, you know, and you got lots of questions. But uh, as far as you know, booking all the calls together, absolutely. Um, just go on the app and just see what my calendar looks like. I have slots available um, every day and on the weekends um, uh, for coaching calls that I do every day. So um, if you can get two or three hours in a row, absolutely book it. Marathon. And those calls, are what? they on the phone or can we do like a uh, Teams meeting where we can share screens and things like that? Normally, the free ones that we just do it on the phone. Um, but uh, you know, if, if you send me a message, just let me know. And, and if you, especially if you're going to be doing a longer one, if it's going to be, if it's a half an hour, let's just do it on the phone. It saves me having to make sure that I'm in my office in order to do that. Um, but if you're, it's over an hour, absolutely, there's no reason why we can't do a video and we can share, um, we can share screens and stuff like that and go into more detail. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm gonna like save up and keep you all afternoon. <laughs> don't, don't, don't waste months though in getting your questions answered tree, tony. <laughs> i mean come on anyways All right. uh, thanks for calling in tony we got to wrap this show up thanks guys have All a great right. day uh i think that covers everything else so hey yeah. uh here, here's what i was planning on talking about today which we'll talk about on monday okay i have seen on facebook in the groups the the you know the the real estate investor groups I've seen a lot of people talking about seller financing companies, um, companies that are offering, hey, we'll do seller financing for three years, zero money down, or hey, private financing company, um, you know, we'll, we have better rates than mortgages and uh, that kind of, those kind of gimmicks. Um, And I just want to talk to you about how legit they are and what my experience has been um, over the last decade with offers like that. Um, I just know that a lot of people, when you're getting started out, you're just like, Hey, everyone tells me I'm not going to get more than six mortgages. So I'm going to start searching out all these different cool, creative things just to make sure I get the most houses as possible because I need 10 houses in order to get the cash flow that I want for my life. Um, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I get a lot of people sending me messages with screenshots and saying, Hey, is this legit? Um, I just like to address it on the show yeah. and, I, and then I can be it. honest and I'm not having to have a 45 minute text conversation. And maybe we can just like on that topic, maybe we can even wrap in just um, like uh, types of mortgages in general. Yeah. Types of opportunities to get lending and that sort of thing. Because I have an alternative to that. 
you know, and I'll, and I'll discuss, yeah. you know, whether that's the right option or whether these things are legit or not. But I want to talk about how to properly plan to get the most mortgages. Yeah. Just because someone told you that you're only going to get three mortgages, don't, don't just accept that. I'm going to tell you from my experience um, as an employee, you know, how many mortgages I was able to get, um, what stopped me from getting mortgages, you know, some of the yeah. decisions that I made, you know, buying a house for 5% down and then living in it for a year and then buying another house for 5% down and doing that thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, that can bite you in the butt later on. So we're going to go through all that stuff. And as well, um, when you do run out of mortgages with conventional lenders, um, how do you get more mortgages? And I can tell you some really cool uh, tips and tricks for that. So we'll talk about that on Monday. Awesome. And, uh, and that's, that's about it. Have a fantastic weekend, you guys, and start your Friday off right. Go do a random act of kindness, buy somebody behind you a coffee, uh, spread the love today. All right, then. See you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 